0: Side, 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 side,
1: side, side. <laughs> on
0: the Today's show is sponsored by PDM Pod Digital Media, the number one multicultural podcast app. Is here. PDM Pod Digital Media is the very first black-owned podcast app. You can listen to shows from every single category, like sports, business, health, lifestyle, and culture, all from creators of color like me. Download it today in the Apple App Store and listen to new shows. Plus, if you want to release a podcast, record it and release it directly from the app. PDM Pod Digital Media app. Download it right now. Tell them that Love sent you. <laughs> come on son, son it is come on son the podcast welcome my name is ed lover and this is overseen by the one and only late great combat jack the man who got me into podcasting in the first place there's a lot of good podcasts out there there's a lot of horrible podcasts out there so check me out because i happen to be one of the damn good ones and joining me this week on come on son the podcast not only is she a friend but she is my producer of this podcast and of course my morning show on 104.3 Jams in Chicago we play nothing but the best throwbacks. I call a super producer Crystal. What's up Crystal? <laughs> Thank you Ed, I'm happy to be here. It's going to be fun. How you doing? How you doing? You know. How you doing? I'm
1: good man, I'm good. I've got this creative itch like when it comes to your podcast and the morning show, so I'm grateful that you're about to, you know, start this powerful series, and I'm just, I'm just grateful to be a part of it. So I'm yeah, happy. Yeah, we're
0: gonna do, we're gonna do a new series. Let me let everybody in on a little mm-hmm. preview. Um, I've always felt like the way people are passing away, right? Yeah. So we just, we just lost a gang of people. We just lost DMX. I mean, we just lost Black Rob. I mean, people are, every time I look at my Instagram, somebody else that I know mm, is, is is passing away. I just uh, had to remember the celebration of of Heavy D. The photographer, away.
1: the legendary yeah. hip hop photographer, uh, Chi Modu. That's right, Chi Modu He passed
0: away. Chi Modu passed away. Um, just coming up on the birthday of my good friend and my little brother Todd One, who was one of the producers of Yo MTV Raps, and also start on Fade to Black and also did down with MTV with me. Um just remember his birthday just did a video for his daughter, really heartfelt video. So people don't get their flowers when they're alive. They just don't. And and for some reason all of this stuff happens after they pass away. So I want to start a series of podcasts where we give people their flowers and recognize them while they're alive. And this series is called Flowers. And it was funny cuz Chris you asked me are you sure? Can we do this in the summer? Shouldn't we be doing this in the spring? You know, you know spring and flowers and stuff, yeah. and I get it. But I just want to recognize people why they are alive. That's right. You know, because they can't see the flowers after they passed no. away. You know, everybody wants to stand up and talk about what kind of person this person was. So I just want to relive a little bit of their history and have some of their people talk about them, the good stuff about them and their impact. Especially on hip hop, yeah, you know, while they're alive, so we're gonna do a series called flowers
1: yeah this is this is gonna hit um emotionally, I feel like because you're such a powerful storyteller, and it mm-hmm. always just it resonates with people when they get their flowers while they're alive, like it it just sucks sometimes where you find out so much information about move makers and people who have impacted the culture on so many different levels, but it's after they pass on. And it would just this is good. This is gonna be powerful and we'll be able to reach out to these people and let them know, hey, you know, Ed Lover did a specific podcast on you and your impact to the culture, so check it out. So I'm really, really, really thrilled to to be a part of this series.
0: Yeah, and you're absolutely right. It is a it's a cultural thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody that I'm going to give flowers to moved the entire culture. Yeah. One way or another, whether it was art, whether it was literature, whether it was production, whether it was being a mogul, whether you were at the forefront or whether you came a little bit later on in the game. Everybody contributed something amazing to the culture. And that's what people don't realize. Hip-hop is not just rap music. No. is It's an entire culture. That's right. we it, it shapes the way people think. It shapes the way they move. It shapes the way they dance. It shapes art. It shapes fashion. It shaped everything. An entire cultural movement. And these people need to get their flowers. It's and international. Yeah, international music. Definitely. I was just talking to a friend of mine last night, Chris, and she was telling me her son was stationed in Seoul Korea for like two years mm-hmm. and she went to Seoul Korea to visit him and how much they are into hip-hop, hip-hop absolutely and culture yeah yeah so I, there's
1: a uh, there's a, a show on Vice um by the name of Eddie Huang which is like he's an executive yeah, yeah. producer of Fresh off the boat
0: absolutely and it was he, about him he had a the show was about him. a
1: culinary episode specifically on Seoul Korea and he gives insight on how much hip-hop culture pretty much shapes and makes Seoul, Korea. And it's it's just weird how much that city is living and thriving strictly off of hip-hop. Like, it's, it's little tidbits like that that I feel like I'm going to end up learning as we produce this series together. Because even just yesterday, you know, I don't want to reveal who the first episode is going to be about, but doing research on the first episode, I learned so much so it's again like I, I i this will be my third time saying it this is gonna be a very move making and and kind of earth shaking series it's gonna be fun
0: i hope so because i'm really i'm really looking forward to doing it and this is is something i'm doing from my heart yeah because i just feel like it's necessary you know what i mean Absolutely. i feel like it's necessary all the way around like total 360 degrees And and these people have meant so much to me so much to my career in one way or another. Might not be directly, but indirectly, they had a lot to do with me sitting in the seat that I'm sitting wow. in right now. So I just want to make sure that these people get their flowers. So look out for it, y'all, and keep your ears open. So when we do flowers, we want to make sure that everybody knows about it and everybody tunes into it because we're not going to put it out unless it's done absolutely with the utmost quality and respect for each and every person. But today... Mm-hmm since i got you with me there's so many things going on <laughs> that i want to talk about
1: let's do it i'm ready so i got all the time
0: and i think i want to i want to i want to call this podcast does it hit the same does it hit the you same you watched the you watch the billboard music awards right i
1: did i did i, I mainly tuned does in it for hit drake the same? no does it, okay th- thank you oh my god i'm so happy that you said this hold on and let me write this does it hit the same no the, see how she
0: producing while we podcast <laughs> and i love it this It hit the
1: girl. same no it doesn't I, appointment timing Like, I used to be ready. I used to sit in front of the TV and turn it on and be ready to watch these award shows, like the Source Awards or the BET Awards or the VMAs. It just used to have this elite value to it, and now I just feel like it's just so—is it because I'm getting older and it just doesn't appeal to me the way it used to no.
0: No, I think the problem is because I had to ask myself the same question. Yeah. Is it because I'm older and I'm not just feeling it anymore? No, I think the problem is there's too many. Yeah. Award shows? Used, yes. Yeah. It used to be American Music Awards. The Source Awards. Grammys. Oh, okay. Then they came with the Source Awards. Then BET came with the BET Hip Hop Awards. And then, the, then now there's a, a BET's. Just awards, then the Urban One honors, yeah. And then the, the Stellar and then Awards, the Stella BMA's, awards, the BMA's, and then the B. You know, then the, the iHeart Music Awards, iHeart Radio, Radio Awards. It's too much. Yeah, it's, it's they watering it down. With I agree. All of these damn That's right. At the Trumpet Awards, the Trump, yeah. Which I was honored to be a part of, for, you know, and be invited to, which is great. But then you got, of course, let's not forget that the, the, all the. Film and Television Awards, the Emmys, the Oscars. It's, just, it's too much.
1: Yeah, it's exhausting. There just used to be this level of excitement that I used to feel to see, like, oh, I know Whitney Houston's going to present an award, or I know Britney Spears right. is going to perform "Toxic" at the awards. Like, it's just not the same. Because
0: it could be, it could be at any of those award shows. Mm-hmm. And what what was it, the uh, MTV Movie Awards? Now yeah. it's the MTV Movie and Television Awards. Like. Come on, y'all! Like it's it's just too many award shows, and I was really excited to see Drake yeah. get the Artist of the Century award because I thought he deserved it. But here's the L part of it: decade is why...
1: And century a long time.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. You're right. It was ten years. Thank you for correcting no me. It was it was Artist of the Decade. That's right. Ten years. Absolutely right. And he is the greatest artist of the last ten years. Wow. Hands that's down.
1: Big coming from you, man. That's that's Hands big. Down.
0: Hands down. Because he just is. He's a game changer. He moved the needle 100%. Now, there was plenty of people that came before Drake. It was singing before Drake. Yeah. Ja Rule was one of them. LL, But not as well. LL was mm-hmm. one of them. Not as melodic. Uh, uh, Slick Rick was one of them, mm-hmm. right? Mona Lisa, Mona Lisa, so many names. Yes. You. If you see me walking uh, Curtis down the Blow. Street. You, you
1: taught Curtis me about Curtis Blow. Curtis with Blow with Daydream. Mm-hmm.
0: Daydream. yeah, Absolutely. But for that decade, nobody with an impact like Drake, and he made all the other rappers that would come behind him more melodic.
1: Yeah. I don't, Absolutely. I,
0: don't,
1: I, I do not mean to shift gears, Ed, but I, it wouldn't be right if I didn't bring this up. I know when I first started working with you back in 2016, you were so enthusiastic and passionate and upset about... Uncle LL Cool J not being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall yeah. of Fame. Fi- and fast forward yeah. five years later, three times a charm, LL Cool J is finally inducted. How do you feel?
0: I feel absolutely wonderful. Mm-hmm. And and, I, and I'm and i so happy for, for LL, man. LL is one of my guys from around where I grew up with, I grew up at in Queens, New York. LL used to always come around when I was a security, hang out, holla at me. You know, probably that was the inspiration for him making. You know, uh, sure <laughs> uh, um, he got a big old butt <laughs> and all them other records talking about pulling up to the high school and all that mm-hmm. good stuff. He actually did the, the uh, cover of Bigger and Deffer, the album cover standing on top of his car in front of Andrew Jackson High School where I used to where I worked wow. at years later. Right. But that's where he shot the cover photo from, and I just felt like Ella was our first superstar. Yeah male single rap artist and I thought that he should have got in before Big and before Pop. Wow. I and don't disagree. Didn't.
1: You put it he you didn't. put it in perspective for me because again, I'm 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 a hair I'm just a little bit too young for LL Cool J. But right. I was there. I was around 9 or 10, you know, when the untimely deaths of Biggie and Pop happened, but when you put it in perspective for me and laid out the timeline, it literally made no sense for God rest their souls for them to be inducted before
0: LL Cool J. Before LL. LL was, was, you know, he was everything. LL is kind of like, and they're bringing it, it back to Drake. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Drake is the modern day LL Cool J. Yes. Because he makes songs for women. And LL always made hardcore songs. Yeah. But he also made songs for women. The majority of his material was definitely aimed at women. Mm-hmm. And LL Cool J was... Drake is now LL Cool J, and yeah. LL Cool J was that guy. Like, there was, they had the ingredients that every rapper needs to have to be a superstar. They have the voice and the vocal presence. Women wanted him. Men wanted to be him. Hands down.
1: Okay. I don't Point disagree. period.
0: Still. Women wanted LL. Men wanted to be LL. And LL was battle ready and battle tested. You know also, I also mean?
1: I also feel oh yeah I didn't even I I don't feel like Drake is a battle rapper and Drake will tell you that I feel like Drake has admitted that he's not like a a battle rapper so there's a little no bit... he's
0: not gonna be on a stage no clapping you in your forehead and no making jokes. and so
1: that that's, yeah, when, LL has that over Drake. Came,
0: when old boy came at him he handled his business
1: yeah oh Meek Mill that's right yes that's when right when Meek Mill
0: came at him he handled his business now he was outmatched by Pusha T oh yeah. but He still handled his business. And speaking of Pusha T, when Drake got his award, Pusha T was trending.
1: Yeah. I I was like,
0: (laughs) why is Pusha T trending? (sighs) Then everybody was like on Twitter, Pusha T forced Drake to bring his son out. He did kind of force Drake to admit that he even had a child. Yeah,
1: if Pusha T never had uh, dropped that bar, then we would still probably not know about Drake's son. Is, is what you're, yeah.
0: Okay. Now, is it because he's embarrassed by having a baby by a porno chick, or is it just that he's that private? You I, don't or
1: think... or C, he doesn't want this to taint his image. Not, not taint, but you know, Drake is a, women love Drake, and I guess he yeah. just thinks that now that he's connected to this woman, that that's going to take away some of that strong female loyalty to Drake, like... That's how I look
0: it's, at it, and especially if he's not doing right by her mhm
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know what I mean there's on. a lot yeah. of there's a lot of women out there that have children, a lot of them, and a lot of them go through stuff with their baby father where he just ain't acting right, he's not sending the money, mm. he's not being supportive um. Mentally of their child, he's not spending time with their child, and I don't think Drake wanted to alienate his female audience. Right by there, we go. Looking that way,
1: there we go. That's what I was trying to say: alienating you know, the female
0: audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He got to keep his female audience strong because that's what we make. Rec- that's what he makes his records for. Right. That's what supports him one hundred percent, all the time, with his concerts, with his merchandise. With everything that Drake has on, that female audience is behind him. And once you can capture that female audience like that, you better keep them. You better keep them. Because they've been, look how long they've Consistent, been riding
1: Consistent, yeah. And, and timeless. LL made timeless music. And, and I do feel like your comparison of Drake and LL is strong because Drake has now has timeless music. Like, I feel like we're going right. to be listening to Hotline Bling and starting yeah, from the are. bottom and God's yeah. plan forever. Forever. Mm-hmm. Forever.
0: Absolutely. Timeless music. Now speaking of music, okay. let's switch gears for a minute. I'm ready. I just got on TikTok not too long. Ago. <laughs> Welcome. you want to follow me on TikTok? I think it's at Lover Come On Son uh-huh. is my handle on TikTok. If y'all want to follow me, it's cool. If not, okay. Well, I'm just learning, really learning TikTok. So I start following a couple of things and a couple of people. Okay. So I decided for some reason, because she's from Queens and I'm from Queens. Yeah, yeah. I already
1: know what you're Queens. about to say. <laughs>
0: I started following Nicki Minaj. Okay, is she hitting the
1: same? And um, this is such a good debatable topic because this is what everybody's talking about right now: is Nicki Minaj hitting the same? A. Before I answer, I I can't I just I can't get with TikTok. I should, and I feel like I'm behind the ball <laughs> because I work in this media space and I'm supposed to be on there. But I have to pr- prioritize my mental health and protect my peace, and I'm just not ready. For the overindulgence. I love your co-host, Jen B.T. She's amazing. And I've told her this to her face. But my God, she talks about TikTok every second. Every time we're with right. each other, it's one of those things where you just get sucked in, and I'm just not ready for that right now. So just that's my disclaimer. You know,
0: you know they say in <sighs> order to be successful on TikTok, you got to drop three to four videos a day. A day. I don't have that time. I don't have the. Time. I just,
1: I just can't. Okay, so back to the original question about Nikki.
0: Is Nikki Minaj hitting the same? Because uh, she's posting on TikTok all the
1: time. I'm, I'm speaking on behalf of Krista Hayes, not on behalf of anybody else. For me. Is she yeah. hitting the same absolutely not ever since she married Kenneth Petty no offense to her happiness that's her high school sweetheart whatever to each his own but again it just left a bad taste in my mouth giving his, given his given his history offender. and it's like of course I I aspire to be a mother so I'm grateful that she prioritized her family that's a wonderful thing but ever since that shift from being songwriter, 100% focused on the music Nikki, to where she is now? Absolutely not. No, I don't think that she's hitting the same.
0: I think it all started with her brother, the way she defended yeah. her brothers. Now, I love my brothers. It's a no for me, dog. It's a no. It's a no for me. If I know without the shadow of a doubt that they have done they done what that they shit, accused bro. of me, and mm-hmm. he did. I'm
1: not going to take up for you. I'm not no, going to go to your court for... date. She Mm-mm. was in court. Nah. Absolutely. Nah, so, that so, put a
0: blemish on her. And I hate... And then to turn around, to turn around behind that, right, and marry the dude that's a registered sex offender because mm-hmm. they just got in trouble because he didn't tell his probation officer that he was leaving the state, and he left him with the California weather, and he got in trouble for that. And once you get into another state, you have to register as a sex offender in that state. You have to let them know that a sex offender is in that state, mm-hmm. and he failed to do that. That blemished her, and I think one of the biggest blemishes that she had was because she was new school and Little Kim was old school. Yeah, she kind of won that battle right there. But then she looked petty when she turned around and had a problem with Cardi. B.
1: Yeah, that's that's. Oh, thank you for bringing that up. That's preliminary. I think that was the preliminary steps to leading to her not hitting the same. Like she yeah. could have taken the high road, like. Nicki Minaj has so many accolades. She was the first Don't get me wrong, she's dope. Yeah, she was the first female she's dope. she was the first female rapper to grace the cover of a major magazine like Vogue, bro. Like right. that's that is such a feat not alone in the, in the hip-hop space but just for women in general, especially black women like you own that. That's yours. No one else can take that from you. So that's for her right. to have to be petty and go back and forth with Cardi and go back and forth with Remy Ma. It's just, I mean, again, that's what makes the culture. Everybody loves a good battle rap, but it's just that level of petty that her presence, her cockiness, all of that yes, was just not overly for cocky. Me.
0: I think there was a part of, of Nicki Minaj that thought that she would sit on the top forever.
1: I think so, too. She had that confidence and that the, for it.
0: Yeah, and that there was no room for any other female rappers besides herself. But the thing that was part of her downfall also was that Super cockiness and that fake. Yeah. And Cardi B gave us the real. Yes.
1: She had she,
0: Nikki portrayed us
1: if she was perfect 24-7. Absolutely. And Cardi's like, hell no, I'm not perfect.
0: That's right. Chip tooth and all and everything that she been through and her just her presence on social media. Totally. Without her makeup on, without her hair, with a broken nail everything people gravitated toward that and that really opened up the door for the city girls it opened up the door for Megan Thee Stallion mm-hmm. it opened up the door mm-hmm. for a lot of female artists that came in behind Nikki. and I think Nikki is starting to realize now that there she's not the only one no no she's, she's not, not the be all you know all she's not everything but soon I'll still follow on TikTok, and it's still the same cockiness. Yeah, Nicki came like, at a good
1: time. She came at a good time. She came when Kim wasn't really putting out any music like that, and the right. industry was ran by dudes, and her pen is crazy. So she just came at a really good time, but I just wish she would have been more receptive and open to female, other female rappers and artists. Because,
0: you know, the real deal, WAP should have been Cardi and Nicki. It really should have been. Nah, it should have been. Nah, she I can't. Would have acted I can't. Right, if she'd have acted right, that would have been. amazing.
1: or it could have been Cardi, Nicki, and Megan. That would have been Beastie. But I can't yeah. leave Megan out of WAP.
0: Well, let me tell you something. Then the remix should have been Cardi, Nicki, yeah. and Megan. Yeah. Okay, that, that would
1: have blew the world up.
0: Fire. That would have
1: been like. That would have been like this resurgence of. Okay, yes, I had a child, but I'm still sexy. I'm still. I'm married, but I still got what it takes to bring the freakiness to the bedroom. Like that would have been like a crazy, like rebranding moment. And I'm moment. mature,
0: and I'm mature enough to 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 do music and videos with the girl on that threw a shoe at me <laughs> <laughs> I at the that. Met Gala. So that would have been fire. Oh my god, that would that would have been that would have been so I agree, so dope. Yeah. That's Speaking a really of women, and speaking of women in position of power, okay. What's up? What's up with Kamala Harris? I mean, we all voted oh, for her Soror,
1: and jo, Ed, I'm not allowed. La- I can't do it. I can't even What's do it. Sorrow, even do what is, it. She, is she doing what is I, she doing? I don't know. I don't know. And I, I, I just can you please repeat on this podcast the same thing that you said on the morning show about her being able to push decisions through the Senate, especially about gun control and the George okay. Floyd so, issue. So
0: the- The the George Floyd issue that we're having right now is there's a bill on the table that should be signed into law, right? Mm -hmm. And it went through Congress, Mm -hmm. quick, fast, and easy, and it's stuck in the Senate. And I don't understand this because when we voted in Georgia for Raphael Warnock Mm -hmm. and John Ossoff, that gave us a tie. 50 Republicans, 50 Democrats. Right. Kamala Harris is a Democrat. Yep. So if, if if it's tied 50-50, that means the deciding vote falls on Kamala Harris. So she votes yes on this measure. The bill becomes a law, and it just has to be signed by another Democrat who we voted for, Joe Biden. So the only thing that I can figure is there's dissension in the Democratic ranks. Because this should have been gone pushed through as through. quick as the Asian hate bill.
1: Yeah. That's that that's and I'm just, but that's the point. Hearing, that's yeah. the point. I, <laughs>
0: that is the point.
1: It's like uh, you all wanna say black lives matter. Really though? Do they really? Because I, I love all my agents and brothers and sisters, but that shit got pushed so hard. Quick, no qualms, nothing held up in the Senate, nothing held up in the House. That shit came through with flying colors. But why? With, why particularly With, a, with
0: this? a $45 million fund to go along That
1: blows with. me. Do black lives really matter? Because this is just sitting there. It's wild That's
0: um, I was just, and that's where I was going. Like, I keep hearing people from my mother, from my own mother, yeah. and women that are my mother's age, to women that are my wife's yeah. age to my wife, excuse me, not wives, my wife's age, to women at a your age, that people are saying we're hearing from, from Joe Biden, we're seeing what Joe Biden is trying to put through, but we didn't just vote for Joe for Joe, we voted for Kamala too because Kamala was so powerful in those debates and Kamala was doing this and Kamala was doing that and they're like, she's been a ghost for the first 100 days. Come on, son, son. Let's keep it real for a moment. Quite a few people suffered financially during this pandemic, and now is the best time ever to make sure your bank account works with you and not against you. So listen, Chime is an award-winning app and debit card with no hidden fees nor monthly minimums. Listen, we all make mistakes, yours truly included, and those packed-on overdraft fees are the worst. But with Chime, you get fee-free overdraft on up to $100 in debit purchases with SpotMe. It's like overdraft protection, but better. Get your paycheck, benefits, and tax return up to two days earlier with Chime's direct deposit. And again, no hidden fees or monthly minimums. My friends, join the millions on Chime. Sign up. Takes two minutes and does not impact your credit score at all. You earned your money and you deserve to keep every cent of it. So start saving and apply now at Chime.com slash That's Chime.com slash Ed Lover. Chime is a financial technology company. Banking services provided by the Bank Corps Bank or Stride Bank NA. Members, FDIC. Eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Overdraft only applies to debit card purchases. Limits start at $20 and may be increased up to $100 by Chime. Early direct deposit depends on the payer. Out-of-network cash withdrawal fees apply. Third-party and cash deposit fees may apply. Go to chime.com/edlover for details. Come on, son, son.
1: I really pray that she's like, got something she really, powerful like, brewing. Me
0: too. Really, I do. I, yeah, me too. She's as quiet as Joe Budden's wife is. Mm-hmm. Like, like, what is she? And I keep hearing and, and from some of her own sorrows. It's like, what is she doing? Like, mm-hmm. we expect her to come in, feet on the ground. Forefront. Let's work. That's all they talked about. Us. Ready
1: to work, Joe. Ready to Ready work. Ready to
0: work, Joe. And where where is it? I see what Joe's doing, but I'm, sadly, I don't see what Kamala is contributing I don't know. at this point. And now, you brought up a great point, so I wanted to go to that point sure. right now, which is George Floyd. It's been a year. Yeah. Is it hitting the same? Has anything changed? Is it over or was it all rhetoric from the beginning?
1: Well, again, like you brought up on the morning show the other day, you I don't know if you still have that graphic or image in front of you. One
0: hundred and twenty three people, black and brown people killed by the police in the year since George Floyd. Was Not reported
1: publicly Stroman. on tele. I would have never knew that if you didn't say that. So nobody
0: and, is up in arms about half of these things. Is it? Is it over?
1: No, Ed, it's, no. I think this is a fight that we're going to be fighting for the
0: rest of our... Against, but it's uh, rhetoric. I I'm, I'm watching the NBA playoffs as they happen right now. I don't see no more Black Lives Matter t-shirts. Yeah. I don't see it on the court anymore. Well, you saw that it's a lot of like these... Business to you, as you, back to business as usual. A lot
1: of these major sporting events, and particularly the Olympics, are banning... Black Lives Matter graphics and slogans and logos because they're saying that it's deflecting from the true nature of the sport, and that's kind of fucked up,
0: but... That's super I mean, bad. That's super bad. I don't mean that in a good way. Not like the movie. I mean, yeah, that's super it's super horrible it's, it's is awful. what I should have said. It's awful, so we shouldn't participate.
1: You still have lynching laws, Ed. There's still laws that allow lynching in their cities, and it's 2021. This, this is... is Is going to last forever, bro. Black lives, do they really matter? I don't mean to be so cliche about that, but do they?
0: Do they? Do we matter? Do we matter at all? Because I don't see it. Because I'm not hearing nothing from my president. He's not pushing through a a black hate bill. Oh, my God. Uh, Fucking
1: our president and vice president went on to say that we don't live in a racist country. They said that. They said that, what, a month ago or two months ago? They were like, we don't live.
0: They said we what?
1: We don't live in a racist country. We don't think the United States of America is a racist country.
0: The United States of America was founded
1: on racism. So, And and that that leads me to my next point, Ed. If this country was founded on racism, wouldn't it take a long time to break that tradition, like, I don't know. It's gonna take a while. I I saw a meme the other day that said tradition is just peer pressure from our dead ancestors. And it's just yeah. like that's true. It's gonna if if, if slavery lasted for well over three hundred years, if segregation lasted for a good amount of change, it's gonna take a long time for us to break that mindset and that stigma and and progress and be moving forward. But again,
0: But we have to have people in power that are willing to make that change. That's right. And I I believe that we did with Kamala Harris before she made that dumbass statement that America is not a racist society. She doesn't believe that. Because you married to a white guy? Mm. Why? Because you come up? What about the people that didn't come up? But you've always felt like politicians
1: were, were crooked. At. Like you've always like been like I feel not like a, they're a politician all person.
0: Full of shit. Yeah. Every single last one of them, because they're full of rhetoric. They tell you that they they're great orators. Yeah. They say things that can move you, and and but when it really comes down to working for the people of America, one hundred percent, totally for everybody. It never happens. Somebody is always left on the bottom of the barrel, and it happens to be us—black and brown people—all the time. You know why? Because they always like us to compare, and then we started in our infighting and arguing with ourselves. Like they push through the Asian hate bill, and it pisses black people off. So black people start beefing with Asians. That's not how it's supposed to no, be. No, not at all. Or they'll do like like the the um. Palestinian-Israeli um, conflict. Is crazy. It's crazy. Dividing, it's dividing everybody. Now, everybody's beefing. Now, Jewish people are scared in America. They, they're they looking at so much hate when everybody just knows what's the right thing to do is to just share it. And I don't understand why that can't happen after all of this time. And kids are getting killed on both sides. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. But nobody's going to stand up and say, hey, listen, Israel. You have to share this land with Palestine. Let's create a Palestinian state. I know it sounds simple, and yeah. I don't know all the inner workings of it, and I'm not saying one person is at fault or another person at fault, but we're all God's children. That's right. Man. So if we all believe that, then we should be able to share. You know what I mean? I don't
1: disagree And when with it comes to, to
0: America, America don't seem like they want to share anything with anybody else. Hell no. Unless you're Christian and white. <laughs> Seriously, that's the way it seems. It just, oh, I just funny. feel like, Christophe, I feel like a year after this George Floyd... No, it has not... Thing, nothing's changed except summer, Derek chauvin's going, abs- going to jail.
1: No, last summer there was this influx of more white allies. I do feel like that there was more allyship coming from, you know, white people. I, I totally right. feel like that because... But fast forward to now... Even though the verdict, I feel like it's forgotten about. It's, it's it's We live in a popcorn society. What's next? Now we care about the Billboard Music Awards
0: and right or whatever.
1: Kim Kardashian failed her baby Elsa or failed her baby because you know that's like everybody's like, oh, Kim doesn't want to be a lawyer anymore because she said she failed her baby. Uh, what is it called, Ed? When you baby take baby bar exam. Bar exam. There we go. The baby bark. All exam. right, so,
0: so get up off your knees and try it again.
1: <laughs> Do it again. But it's just popcorn society. Anything that the shade room puts out or TMZ, that's what we're focused on next.
0: And it's just. That's true. And we forget all about the. the and real hence issues.
1: why I can't. I'm not ready for TikTok. That's one of the main reasons why I'm not ready because it's just an right. overload of trends and viral dances, and what is new. And I'm just yeah. not, I just want to enjoy my real life right now.
0: <laughs> I hate you, sister. I'm with you 100%. Oh, man. And speaking of real life, mm-hmm. let's talk about one of the most influential podcasters in the game right now, yeah. Mr. Joe Budden. Spicy. What is good with Joe is... Is Joe a nut job? Is no, dude, I don't know.
1: I don't know because he be making such valid points sometimes. Like the whole Rory and Ma thing that like with him firing them and, and putting are, the those audio are out. Joe's
0: co-hosts.
1: Those were yeah, those right. were were Joe's co hosts for a long time. And it's like, damn, where's the loyalty? But it's business. It's it's business, Ed. It's almost like you have a podcast, right? And right. you bring me on as a co host. And then you, we succeed and we get an increase in listenership. And then I finally mm-hmm. find out how much you're getting paid. Like let's just say I'm I don't know the inner workings of the finances and I find out how much you're getting paid and now I'm like well damn I deserve to get paid a little bit more or maybe just as much as Ed Lover even though this is your podcast that you've been doing the the the, the you're the you're the culture you are you're, the you're culture. the name you're the draw you're the you're name the you're the draw. the draw Joe is the draw Joe is the draw I I'm sorry but I'm on Joe's side with this and and B there's a whole other level of endorsements and sponsorships that Joe brought to the podcast himself. And right. and I don't know what Ma's brought. I don't know what Rory's brought. You know what I so mean? So they
0: thought that they should get paid like Joe?
1: Not like Joe, but more. And Joe's like, and then, and then they went and got a lawyer, and they served him these papers before just directly pulling Joe aside first and having the fucking conversation. Like, wow. Ed, if you and I have issues, I feel so comfortable enough if I have it like even if I fuck up the numbers sometimes with like my little my my money and I'll be like oh my bad Ed I forgot let me send you the money now I feel so comfortable coming to you directly instead of me going to get a lawyer and being like you owe me a thousand dollars you know what I mean like that's the that's that toxic work environment that I kind of feel Joe on if y'all are toxic get off my show and I'm gonna get two more hosts but then again then again on the other end of the spectrum Joe's crazy as Fuck Ed, he's crazy.
0: You can't keep a relationship with
1: anybody. <laughs> not no, yeah, man, not not, not his a personal woman, life.
0: Not, not his personal or life or music. His professional life.
1: Well, no. he will say Joe will say because I listen to his podcast. He will say that he has a a strong relationship with Diddy and that he he admires Diddy and commends Diddy for his business practices and the way that P Diddy handles business. So I don't right. know.
0: Okay, well, it sounds like uh, a bunch a of ingrateful people to me.
1: Yeah, he's and, and I think that maybe that day Joe was tired of having all of these toxic people around him, and you're like, you know what, I'm doing a fucking cleanse. I'm over this. The same way that you delete contacts out your phone, Joe was like, delete, delete, delete. Y'all got to go.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I agree, because in my life, I've experienced that people will turn around and snap at you even after you've given given, yeah, given and given. that's not
1: it's right never, that's it's not
0: never right. enough did we know who Rory and mal were before Joe button um
1: to the masses no me yes but to like an average listener that is a supporter of Joe button's podcast no probably not
0: all right, so who the hell were they? Cause I never heard <laughs> They're
1: of them. just industry kids. I mean, Mal M- M- I know had like a fire, flaming personality. Like when you would see him out socially, I've never been personally introduced to him, but I always recognized who he was. But no, you wouldn't. He's just Not an industry kid. Yeah.
0: And, and who? Who? And that was who? Mal? M- yeah, Mal.
1: M- Rory, no, Rory is. I, I'm, I'm. I can't, I can't clarify that one. My apologies. I don't. I don't really know that much. Okay, about but Rory. the
0: bottom line is they really came up. By being on Joe Budden podcast, correct. Okay, kind of like the other the other guy that used to do the the TV thing with him, DJ. Oh, academics! Uh, oh, Lord yeah. have
1: mercy! I don't even. He wears me the hell out. He wears me I'm out. I'm not so an he academics swears, fan he's, he's whatsoever. He's so
0: famous. He's sway. He's so damn. It's
1: famous. just like DJ academics. How? What were you DJ? Like, I want to know who did like i don't know him i never but knew him before you
0: got on that show with joe nobody really oh did. well
1: apparently chicago like apparently he would talk shit about like drill rap and stuff so that kind of gave him some like internet clout because he would like talk about drill rap and chief keef and stuff like that and apparently that's how talk he, badly his about rise him? to claim to fame yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Ooh, boy yeah. You like to put your life on the yeah ride, don't man you? he's just very He's a troll. To, he's a you don't troll. Don't bring your ass
0: to Chicago, boy.
1: And then, and, and and he's that type of person to listen to this and go on his Twitch. And I mean, I'll give him the credit for having a heavy following. He has like a cult following, but he's a a type to listen to this and he will take it there. Like, he'll probably say something about you, say something about me and be like, who the hell is super producer Krista and Ed Lover? Uh, They don't want want the smoke. Not with you.
0: (laughs) Not with you. I'm I'm, I'm not playing. I'm going your mouth when I see you. (laughs) Listen, bro, we're not criticizing you. Yeah, we're just speaking facts. What I'm speaking is factual that. One one of you really blow up blew up after being connected to Joe and it's true. So
1: Ed we I like Joe. I really so I. like Joe Budden and I don't know. He is just a he is a special person. That's I'm gonna leave it at that. He is a special person. <laughs> I love man. Joe. Me too. I love
0: Joe hundred percent. I love Joe. Crazy uh, as hell. Yeah, he is. And then when he goes in, he goes in too, don't
1: he? Yeah, and with no like with, with a dead around. straight face. Like Period. And he's honest okay, so, about
0: everything. So Yes, he is. And about his own personal struggles. He's mm-hmm. very honest about it. So let me switch gears for you for a minute. I'm ready. Because the pandemic, we have reported that 55% of all adults in the United States are vaccinated. vaccinated. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. So you said, um, what, the, what do you call it? You're vaccinated. I'm, and,
1: I'm, I'm vaccinated and activated this and summer. activated. This vaxed summer. and ready? waxed,
0: baby. Ready to get back to normalcy, right? I am. Ready to get back to having a good time, going out. Concerts are coming back. Grateful
1: for life. I'm ready to live. Last year was so mentally and emotionally challenging, man. Like, that wasn't fun. I never want to have to go through that again just because, A, you know, still coming into the studio every day, still producing the show. B, being concerned about my elders and my parents catching this virus and having to right. be put on a ventilator, that's having to like worry about that. That's why I'm so activated this summer because I'm ready to just enjoy life and embrace life. Now that I'm vaccinated, I'm
0: I'm ready for whatever. Same. Same. I'm ready just to go back to concerts. Yes. Enjoying myself sporting events. If I wasn't going to be in Houston for Memorial Weekend, I would have definitely got tickets to see the Hawks play the Knicks in, in Atlanta. Like, I'm really ready to go back. And have a good time. Whether I have to wear a mask or not, I'm ready to be around same. other people. And I have a great time. So that brings me to this point. Now that we're about to be vaccinated and activated again, is Versus going to hit the same?
1: I don't think a lot of digital platforms are going to hit the same. If, if they market it right and they hit with, like, strong appearances, like the way they did Escape and SWV, that was after, that was post Vaccine, and that still had a, a pretty heavy. Well, not reach. as many people yeah, weren't million. Oh, yeah, and it wasn't not, like a not million. Not fifty-five
0: percent of adults. And remember, that's a lot, That's adults watching versus.
1: Yeah, 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 Those yeah. Are not kids. I can't Those call are not it. millennials. Man. I think that if it's if it's marketed correctly, like the, like the Ozzy Brothers, that was epic and Earth, Wind, and Fire. Like I don't. I am sitting in the house to watch that. If they do something like that again,
0: I think was going to change and was going to make Versus just as important is that now there will be audience.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, sell tickets for it and have people That's what's going to make it that happen.
0: That's because it's going to be like going to a concert. The versus concert. Yeah, man, I think happen.
1: a lot of things that developed during the pandemic, they're going to have to really strategize. Like, for example, Clubhouse. Clubhouse is yeah. not hitting the way that it was at the height of the pandemic last year. Like, Clubhouse sure was ain't. so active October, November, December January right. and then vaccine drops around February, March, April, May and the listenership is just down over. It's just a different atmosphere on Clubhouse now.
0: Well, that's because of the yeah, you're right. It's because of the vaccine and, and people I think are out. A lot of, people going a out, but people just damn tired of hearing uh, people um, talk about themselves. Just to the piggyback, <laughs> the piggyback off of what you just said. I think I had a lot of people when I did the biggie room yeah. uh, on his birthday there was a ton of people in there. And when it's something special like that, cool. But when you wake up in the morning and it's just somebody talking about dogs coin again <laughs> or Bitcoin, or and you tune in and they don't know what they're talking about, it can wear on you. Yeah. So I think that's part of it, and and I think the the fact that we all are, are getting vaccinated and activated. Yeah, is we outside, big part bro. We're, We're not chilling inside. Mm-hmm. And now it's going to be, uh, Clubhouse versus summertime.
1: Yeah. And Clubhouse, Clubhouse versus real life.
0: Real life. Now, have we seen the demise of the social media DJ? Because when we weren't vaccinated and not going outside, we was DJing. Oh, my God. All yeah. D- yeah. Like I was and every other DJ. listening to
1: Jay Illa every Thursday, right. like playing it through my house. Yeah. Yeah. And I agree. I, I don't think it's, again, we're back. We can go outside again. We don't have to and keep winner, ourselves and, in
0: the house. Do we agree that the winner is D-Nice, though? No
1: oh, doubt. Is that that's not? That, is that a real question?
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a real of question. Of
1: course. It's D-Nice. He helped people through the pandemic. He helped people's mental health. Uh, Donnie Wahlberg even sat here and, and told you that on Instagram Live. Like, D-Nice helped him mentally check out from the chaos of the pandemic. So, D-Nice deserves every flower and accolade possible because his energy and his music – and his presence physically helped people get through the pandemic.
0: And it wasn't over the top. Nope. He was himself. It wasn't It wasn't yelling in the mic every 15 minutes. It wasn't a bunch of drops with an echo on the back of it. It was just good music. Yep. It was good music. And it was great music. It was great transitions between records. Mm-hmm. It was music that you hadn't heard in a long time. There was no labels put on it you know what i mean Absolutely. it wasn't just trap or it wasn't just drill or it wasn't just throwbacks it was just disco and rock right and soul and hip-hop it was everything d-nice really saved us during that pandemic but the rest of the social media djs Aww. now i'm sorry and a lot of my friends are DJs, yeah and i'm a dj myself i'm a dj and it's starting to pick back up i worked last night uh, and it's starting to pick back up, but the social media DJs now hit me on my Cash App and hit me no, on. No, I, I haven't
1: se- I actually haven't seen them in a long time. I haven't seen them since, since spring sprung. Once people started going outside, it's not winter anymore, and they're getting vaccinated. I haven't seen the social media DJ in a very long time. It's
0: still out there. A lot of them that are good friends you and I are still out there on Twitch doing it every morning, Mm -hmm. doing it every afternoon. I'm going to be doing this. You know who absolutely does a great job, and if you want to check them out, um, Ninth Wonder does a great job. Jazzy Jazzy Jeff is still on social media doing his thing. But I think the excitement.
1: It's quality over quantity, Ed. Those who who are quality DJs are still surviving. They're still out here making people feel good. Rather they're in person or being streamed.
0: Well, they're going to be in person a lot more often because yeah. I, I see it picking back up for our guy DJ Omaniye. Gigs are picking back up for him, for for a lot of our great friends that are DJs. Man, they they, it's picking back up like it's picking up for me, mm-hmm. and I, I don't even count myself on the scale of those guys. But people are calling me and asking me to DJ different things. Good, man. I'm so, glad
1: you're back DJ. It's good seeing you on there. Like people, yeah, you know, videos. so it's it's, it's,
0: it's wonderful. And it's good, but I think we're going to see the demise of the social media DJ as we knew the social media DJ during the pandemic. I, just, I don't think it's, it's hitting the same. Now, where are we at with love and sex during this whole thing? Is, oh, it, is it still it's still hitting the same now? Because mm. I know you kind of like, you know, as the, in the words of Rick James at the end of Fire and Desire – you kinda with somebody and uh I'm kinda living with somebody which I thought was a bullshit. Yeah. Like yeah. How you gonna tell Tina Marie you kinda living with somebody? So yeah. either you live with her or, or you, you don't. don't. Stop that bullshit. But you're in a relationship now. I am. It's crazy. It it literally it's vaccinated and activated, activated. They're gonna change you now. No. Are you ready to be like, no, okay. I- It's over. I want to be free.
1: No, 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 no. I think that's one thing that I love so much about this relationship is because he is literally embracing me and accepting me for every part of me. The good parts, the messy parts, the bad parts the activated parts. Do I have intentions on getting lit in the club and and making out with strangers? No, that's gone. That's done. (laughs) I am monogamous. I am not doing that anymore, but do I still, am I still activated and vaccinated? Y'all still going to see me on boats. Y'all still going to see me on rooftops. I'm still gonna buy rounds of shots for the homies. I'm still gonna support all my Chicago DJ families. It's just I'm gonna be back and forth between Chicago and Nashville. So
0: there you go. So yeah. do you think it's gonna do you think it's gonna change for hmm. people who are kind of like? Stuck because remember we uh, we got the uh, yeah we do uh, we do a a thing called uh, ask a lover right and we got that letter from the from the young lady that was like it was all good during the pandemic pandemic. Mm -hmm. we were we were connected because we were in the house house all the time and now that we're vaccinated and activated with terminology we keep using right here on this podcast (laughs) but the dude don't want to go outside no more so uh, you know he's scared and. And What was I calling him, houseboy?
1: Yeah, you kept calling him houseboy. That's that's a one-off situation, Ed. Like I feel, well,
0: no, it's not. I feel, but sometimes I feel it's like every, a lot of people going to feel like that. They got in relationships right. during the during pandemic, during the pandemic, yeah, and now that the pandemic is over, it's like, ugh. I feel they ain't hitting the same.
1: That the pandemic either made relationships or it's going to break relationships. Now that it's outside, now that now that outside is open people are going to learn more. Like, So you you went through the preliminary stages of your relationship. Now that you're in the house, you're more intimate. You're learning more about each other. So now you're about to transition into group settings, group outings, and you're either going to be stronger in your relationship or it's going to fall apart, and it's easy as that. Now, that specific person was a weirdo. They just were an introvert that just wanted to stay in the house all the time. And she found that out the hard way.
0: Yeah, when she was in love already. Uh -uh. Mm -hmm. Let's grill and chill, babe. And was she really
1: in love, though? Or did she just like the attention from this dude being cuddled up in the crib?
0: I think that's what it was. I think that's what I'm saying. Is it going to hit the same? Because there's a lot of people that felt like her. They were lonely during the pandemic. And it was like, God, I'm in this house by myself. And then let me meet somebody. And then she met this person or a guy met a girl and yeah. it was all good because they were cooking and they was doing this then the third and she was everything and the sex was great yeah and they liked the same shows but it's outside time now well
1: it is what it is
0: does it hit the same man thank y'all for listening to the podcast man we appreciate it krista thank you for being a guest always thank you for
1: letting me talk
0: anytime anytime i always enjoy you it's come on son the podcast. I'm Ed Lover. Keep God first. Everything else will fall into place. We'll talk at you, with you, to you, and about your ass the next time. Come on, son. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Come on, son. Son. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is being brought to you by Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. No, I'm only playing. <laughs> nah, nah. Nah. Y'all keep God first. Everything else will fall into place. We'll talk at y'all next week, man. Y'all know what it is. Come on, son. This episode
1: of Kuman Sun, the podcast, is produced and engineered by co executive producers Krista Hayes and Kimana Paulus in downtown Chicago. This is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast.